Welcome to Systems Meet Humanity, shining a spotlight on the intersection where business structures meet emotion. I'm your host, Marina Darlow. Let's dive in. My guest today is Carolyn Cole, the host of the Global Boomtank Business Show, a podcast for sharp female entrepreneurs and cool guys who support them. For nearly two decades, she was a Fortune 100 and Fortune 200 senior corporate trial attorney. Now she makes the case on behalf of our business dreams and happiness too. Hi everyone. Welcome to Systems Meet Humanity. Today, we are talking with Carolyn Cole. She is pretty freaking incredible. So I want her to share a few insights with us. And the first question that I like to ask, what's your strongest quality that you feel is responsible for your success? It's going to vary day to day. I love the question, by the way. It's an absolute pleasure to be here, and it's an honor to be on your show. Thank you for that. My, one of my strongest qualities is, and this is the entrepreneurial streak, perseverance, right? Faith and perseverance are two, but if I had to pick right, it's always going to be faith within perseverance, but I would say perseverance. Just do not stop. Keep going. Oh, yeah. I can deeply relate. And I love that you mentioned faith because... In a sense, there is no perseverance without faith. Correct. Doesn't work. Right. And speaking of perseverance, what's the hardest systems-related challenge you have ever faced? Well, I face challenges every day. I mean, we all do, but they're they're not as big as they used to be. I think when you are start, if we're looking at starting a business, the the you take action, you start. It's the starting point, right? Where there's so much going on, and you're like, where do I focus? Where do I divide my time? What is the best thing to do first? In hindsight, I know that now in a crystal clear way. Early on, you don't always know that. You have to find your way. I would say that. So how did you approach it? What was the hardest part? Was it the overwhelm? Was it the fact that you doubted yourself? Was it maybe the people who were around you and kind of pulled you in different directions? I think all of those that you mentioned, those are great factors. For me, the overriding factor was I spent two decades in a courtroom. I did represent large national business chains, and I had other business experience too, plus I had my own consultancy. So I had business for many years just in a different form. The way I overcame it was... and I've always done this, I throw myself out of a plane every single day. And I think that that if more people would do that and just take action, just get there, you can transcend that. So for me, it was closing the knowledge gap, which I did. It was learning really, and and this was the decision I had to make. Did I want a tri-state business? Because I could have done that. I had lots of connections in three states from two decades in litigation. Or did I want to go global? And I decided it would always be online. It would always be global. And it takes a minute (laughs) where you're building a global business. It really does any business. And and that was it. The first thing is it's the stretch about the website. You're, and I'd had another website before, but this was a business website. My first one took a long time to build, longer than it should have in hindsight. Now knowing what we know and the technology now is so much better. It just is. So that took time. Then you go through, okay, which email autoresponder? Because there's all these different things. So you try two or three of those. That takes time. Then you learn how to work all these things. That takes time. Now you're ready for business. That takes time. Then you master the marketing. That takes time. So it's it's all of those things, those building blocks. But I will say this, the more focused you are coming out of the gate, 
the better it's going to be for you because the technology is so great now, you can cut the time that I spent doing those things in half. It's so much easier technologically to get up and running than it was, say, three years ago. Even three years ago, it's so much easier now. Could you give an example when there's something that used to be harder technologically and now there's new tools and technologies that you use that make it so much easier? Yeah, the biggest one that I'm going to point to, especially for anyone who's contemplating a new website or getting a website or going into business, those kinds of things, is that WordPress is the primary backbone for most blogs around the world. And you can go to other do-it-yourself services and pay a monthly fee, and they have good templates like Squarespace and things like that, right? But WordPress is the best because you can manage that. Now, Divi themes, right? D-I-V-I themes. Mm -hmm other themes, you can literally have someone set up WordPress for you for like $60. You can go buy a theme-based product for $260 and drag and drop your website to have it look really nice out of the box. And then later on, as, as you have revenue and you want to really bell and whistle, it, you can do that. But right now, you can have that. And three years ago, there was not that drag and drop capability. There was still a lot of hand coding going on. There were themes, but you had to bring in a coder to manipulate it to things you needed it to do. When I picked my theme, I love my theme, but my coder, I had to bring a coder in to code it for video. It was coded already for podcast episodes, which I knew I would be doing, but not video. So I had to bring in a coder for that. Now, today's websites, you can literally get a very nice website up and running, even if you don't want to drag and drop the features for around $500. That's incredible because even three years ago, you were going to pay between three and $6,000 for a nice looking one, maybe not the top, but a nice looking one, three to six grand easily. So that's a huge improvement now. And that can be built in 24 hours to 48 hours. Whereas three years ago, it would take weeks and weeks and weeks, right? So that's the difference. It's, it's just, it's not only uh, more cost effective these days, it's so much faster and it's sleek. These things look good and they're improving them all the time. Oh yeah, that reminded me that my first website, I built it myself and it took me a month. Bless you. God bless you. And a month is really good. So congratulations right. for that. And I had no money. Yeah, well, great job. <laughs> Thank you. I don't use Divi themes. I have not used Divi themes. I know a lot of people who have. I have a custom site, right? My, my site's bigger. It's one of those bells and whistle sites. However, I do... I know from the people who've used it, they really like it. So always explore it, make sure it's right for you. But I put that option out there as an option, right? There's something that you said that really, really caught my attention. And I want to get back to it because I think that people who are listening, they want to hear more about this intersection about systems and emotion. And when you said that you were jumping from plane every single day, I, I almost missed a beat. So what does it mean for you? How do you cope with that? Like, how do you get up in the morning? And metaphorically speaking, where do you take your parachute from? <laughs> I just flap really hard. For me, I think that the action thing, it's a lifestyle. And when you have a business, unleash your creativity. That's what I mean by that. And it's the intersection for me of where creativity meets technology. Creativity meets processes. If you unleash your creativity, and by that I mean don't just dream fantastic things. Take action on fantastic things, right? Just go to, even if it's very small, medium, or large, when you take action, that is literally throwing yourself out of a plane every day. And every single day in my business, I take action on something and I'm always innovating. 
always. Whether I'm doing something new with the podcast or I'm going to be doing something with the blog, I'm putting up my YouTube channel shortly and bringing over all my videos and repurposing on a new YouTube channel. I'm on Instagram. I will innovate. I will put up a new video that nobody's thought of before or that I haven't seen before, that kind of thing. Always unleashing the innovation with a business plan attached to it. And that's what I mean about throwing yourself out of a plane every day. Just let your imagination unleash. Go embrace the technology you need to embrace to be seen and heard. Because the reality is visibility is the lifeblood of your business, whether you're on a podcast, a YouTube, a live stream. Blogging is okay. I still like to see people do that and get out front too, and there's ways to do it. But take action every day where you are gaining the visibility, you're unleashing your creativity, and you're building your business with the technology to support that? You know, we hear this advice a lot, and it's probably one of the most valid points I ever heard. But I also know that there in for many people, and for a while it was myself included, that's also the biggest challenge because essentially you're kicking yourself out of your comfort zone every single day, and it's hard. The comfort zone, in the words of Sheldon, you know, it's called comfort zone for a reason. So, I'm wondering if you could give our listeners some guidance or maybe some mechanism or who knows, maybe a system in terms of systems as in process. How do you get over that constant fear, that constant discomfort of putting yourself out there? Is it just a habit? Do you just get used to it? Or is there a step, a trick? How do you do it? Here, let me back up. Okay. People listening to this will say, well, she was a two decade trial attorney. She just does this naturally. All right. Yes, I do speak naturally. I was also a speaker during that time. I was also an OD consultant. I did a lot of things. And I also managed, I managed law offices too, in addition to being in the courtroom. I have all of that. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter. And let me tell you why it doesn't matter. Because when it came to live streaming for the first time, getting on a podcast the first time, all of that, I didn't like it any more than anyone else. So I want to to put that out there so people appreciate that even though I had that very extroverted type background, at least perception wise, because I'm in a courtroom and I'm arguing before jury trials, that that would be it. No, I didn't want to live stream. I, I, I always wanted to podcast because I figured that would be good kind of hiding behind the microphone type thing, right? And the live stream, I'm like, I can do it, but do I really need to? And then it became clear to me, yes, you have to be visible across all platforms. And you know what? Everybody can do it. Now let's talk about your point, which is how do you learn to throw yourself out of a plane every day? And this is what I work with my business clients on every day. Every day, this is what we do. There is thought out there to do the kamikaze thing. And let's just take Facebook live streaming or YouTube live streaming, you know, video on LinkedIn, whatever you're going to be doing, right? There are people who say, just do it, you know, come join my challenge or whatnot. And that is really good from a personal development standpoint. If you go to one of those visibility challenges and you just throw yourself out of a plane, right? Kamikaze, just, just throw yourself out. And that works from a personal development standpoint. If you can say, wow, I did something that made me really uncomfortable. But what I'm asking people to do is be more precise about it, right? Because I don't think people should throw themselves out of a plane and go splat in front of their business audience. It's okay to be vulnerable and do those things. But I had a guest on yesterday and he's actually pretty renowned. And he said, you know, there's such a thing as appropriate vulnerability and appropriate exposure, right? And you measure that. And what I, what I ask people to do instead of just turning on the camera and just appearing in front of their business audience, right? Just whatever, not plan, just to do it. I believe professionally that is a mistake and it's a wasted opportunity. 
every time you appear on a podcast, every time you live stream, every time you do anything, even a post anywhere, that is your reputation in the collective, right? That it's everything is in the collective. So I recommend that people really plan. And I find that people are so apprehensive to throw themselves out of the plane for two reasons. And it's very smart. It's their ancestral DNA kicking in because they don't feel safe in doing so. They don't feel safe in doing so because they're not clear on their message and they're not clear about what they want to say, right? So the message is, who am I? What do I offer? The say part is, how do I say that? And I find that with my business clients, when they get very clear on who they are message-wise, how they can introduce themselves, what they're about, what they offer, whatever it is they're doing, maybe maybe they're not offering and not in business at all. Maybe they're just speakers, whatever. Maybe they're nonprofit people. But when they get really clear on their identity and how to introduce themselves and what they do, and then have a planned talk around that, even if it's only a minute or two, like, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm here to talk about da-da-da-da-da, here are the fine points, I just, I learned this tip, boom, 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 just passing it to you, thanks, have a great day. Their confidence level soars, it's like 500% greater than it ever has been, because now they're not only clearly defined on who they are and what they're about and what they intend to do, they're clear about what they offer, and now they're also clear about how to deliver it. When you get those three, that trifecta in place, now you you can go out there, even if even if it's not perfect, even if you're still nervous, even if you do flub, people know you're prepared. I, I say it's okay to show with notes, you know, to read from notes if you want to. It's okay. It's not okay to go out there and feel badly about yourself because you haven't defined who you are, what you offer, and you're not even clear about what you're trying to tell people in that moment. At least plan those three things, and that will take you almost all the way home. Even if you're nervous, you will get better with time if you follow that formula. Yeah. There is a quote from a book called Brag, and now I'm blanking on the author's name. I'll probably put it in the show notes. But basically, she's talking about job interviews, but it's kind of similar in context. And she says, everybody's nervous, but the people who are successful are the ones who prepare. That's it. And if you look at this and you look, you you can find anywhere if you Google it, you can find stage performers, you can find film stars, you can find musicians, you can find politicians, you can find big, big keynote speakers, you can find executives, all these people who will say, yeah, I deliver beautifully, but I'm nervous before I go on. And the thing is, it's the, the game here is not to be not nervous. It's that when it's your time, you're planned and you deliver. And that that's really it. And once you start delivering, you get over the nerves extremely fast. I mean, it disappears like within five seconds. So if you plan, 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 you're good, good, good. Yep. With all this planning and all this creativity and all this venturing out of the comfort zone, we're going somewhere, right? And in this journey, if we're good, there's a turning point. There's this qualitative leap where things become extremely different. Maybe you've got a certain amount of clients. Maybe you reached a certain level of income. Maybe something happened and you got way more exposure. Or maybe you have realized that you've been doing it wrong and you need to pivot. So I wonder if you had such moments and if you would share with us a turning point in your business or in your journey, something that we could learn from. That's a great question. I teach my clients momentum ball, and that's my own thing, which is the physics of momentum. You know, the physical 
energy that comes from even baby steps, which I argue are much more powerful than big strides, right? Just the, the constant momentum, which is once you start pushing against the force, right? Unless there's something pushing back on you, which is it's usually you pushing back on you. When you pull you out of the way, there's very little standing in front of your momentum ball. It's usually you pushing back as you're pushing on it. You, there's the other you pushing it back on you. It's pretty funny. But when you take that you out of the other side of your ball and it's just you pushing in one direction, eventually, no matter what, energy gives way to that force, no matter what. So whoever you are, stay with it. Keep pushing on your own momentum ball, little steps every day. And as you said beautifully, there is a tipping point, right? My tipping point has been when I unleashed all of my creativity, incredible visibility and quality. And when I say plan, 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 here's the thing. I can do a live stream with now one minute's preparation because what I will do is I will think of one tip that I want to share. I'll sketch it out on a piece of paper. I'll hit the button and I may just read it. I may just say, hey, this is a really good tip around X. Just wanted to pass it to you. Have a great day. Thanks for watching. That was it. But at least I planned it. I had it written down. I either memorize it or I read it, but that's done and that's professional, right? The more you show up, that is your tipping point. And I don't know how else to say it other than that. You show up with things that people really need, services people really need. You get as visible as you can everywhere you can. Make it a goal to be seen and heard. That will give you the, the tipping point that you need. Four years ago, five years ago, even six years ago, so you could put up these Google ads that popped in, these pop-up ads. You could sell your $27, $47 books to 1,000, 4,000 people. And people were not discerning, and, and, but now everyone is discerning. Everybody's a lot more savvy. Now the pendulum has swung. All of that automation, it still works if you have a large email list and people already know you, you have authority, right? And they trust you. But to come into the space or to now pivot into the space and say, I'm just going to go to complete automated products, it will work in only a, a narrow sliver of the online business space, hardcore products. Like I'm going to teach you how to do Facebook ads. I'm going to teach you how to put up a WordPress site. But if you're in the service-based industry with consulting or coaching or any kind of real education, people want you now. They want to see who they're dealing with. Yeah. And it ties back into what you said about technology. You know, when a good website is available for a couple hundred dollars, Within 24 hours, the barrier to entry is much lower. So many people do this now, and the competition is as fierce as it ever was, right? On the bottom rung, I love your point. I love this point because there is so much crowding on the, on the entry lower space, and you're absolutely right. So much crowding there because everybody wants to give it a whack, right? There is so much room at the top, and I want to give people that inspiration, right? So much room at the top because – not everybody makes it because not everybody will give it their all. Not everybody will produce quality. Not everybody will put the time into building a real business that people actually benefit from and they love the benefits. So much room at the top because that's the place for excellence. At the bottom rung, you're not going to find it right? It's people just trying to get rich quick. Let me throw something at it. Let me see if this works. Let me, right? I mean, it's so crowded there. You can't even breathe and forget about, you know, whipping a sandwich out. Somebody will steal it right out of your hands, right? It's just vicious, vicious there. And as you move up into the middle rung, still competitive, but there are the people with excellence, right? The excellence takes you to the top. There's so much room at the top for everybody listening to this. And you know what? 
it's interesting how our conversation has these points that really connect with each other because what you said brings me back to your first idea of perseverance right you only get to the top if you have perseverance and of course good quality stuff which requires perseverance in its own right i love the fact that you say there's so much room at the top because it's so not obvious especially in the beginning, especially when you're just starting out and building your $300 site in 24 hours and you're like, who am I? Like, what, what kind of, you know, can I compete? Of course you want to, but knowing that the top is actually not as crowded as the starting line, that's a big inspiration. That's motivating. So thank yeah. you for this insight. What's your most exciting project you're currently working on that you want to share with our listeners? Thank you for that. I have four signature programs and I'm very excited about them. So they're out there on my website and they're bringing in amazing people. That right now has my focus. The other thing is I am committing right now to absolutely increasing my exposure across all platforms. I'm very solid with what I've built on LinkedIn. I love it. So that one, I added in the month of February, I added 1,000 people to my network and those were strategic ads because they were, they were different kinds of people coming into my network that I know we're going to be doing something together, even have conversations together, right? <laughs> so I, I was really deliberate about choosing people that I could have business conversations with, have friendships with that I liked and trusted. And that's pretty much the satiation point for that kind of work, right? That's, that's a nice up-leveling there. Right now, it's my signature programs because I have life redesign with happiness in mind. That's for executives who don't want to leave careers and they just want a happiness reboot. I have life redesign with business in mind for professionals wanting to exit their corporate positions, right? Or their other jobs, whatever they may be, and they're contemplating their own business because there's so many sharks in the water and there's a way to start this in a very sane way that won't blow through your 401k. And that's what people are doing, just trying to get a handle on on things. It's so much a better way to do it. And then I have winning in business for struggling business owners and entrepreneurs wanting to move to that next level to move the needle in their business with confident visibility and well-priced, high-value business offerings. Because it's so important to have a business that you can live with and you can actually scale. And a lot of people aren't doing that either. And then in all of these, I have claim your expert celebrity, which is everything we just talked about. And it's basically getting on the platforms and doing it confidently and doing it well. That's embedded in all of my signature programs, or you can purchase that as a standalone. So that's got my focus now. And I'm rolling out, I don't want to talk about too much, but I'm rolling out two live shows for the summer. And they have different themes, right? And they're going to be, and it's just once a week and we'll see how they go. And this is, this is what I want to share with the listeners because whenever they hear this episode, those live shows that I'm going to be doing may or may not still be running. It means I pivoted. It didn't hit. It, was, it wasn't what I thought it would be, or they're going to be amazingly successful, or maybe one's a hit and maybe one's not. It doesn't matter. You see, you just go and you do it. 
and you see what happens. And you're richer for the experience, right? And if it's not that show with that theme, I know there's going to be another show with a theme that will hit. So I want to demonstrate that to the listeners. That's what I'm doing, right? And I'm taking a lot of things to YouTube. I'm going to be exploding the podcast in terms of listening. I have uh, big speaking things I'm applying for and I'm being vetted for. So that will be, you know, a one-year campaign from now and to 18 months and just to land into those platforms. And I, it's going well so far. I mean, I've got some really interesting things going that I can't talk about just yet, but it's those kinds of growth things, putting those pieces in place, being patient with the process, but still exercising, taking action on some aspect every single day, get your momentum ball rolling, right? Oh, that sounds like a fireworks it is so it much overnight, but it didn't happen overnight. Right. And what I did is I built the foundation and then you just start building up, right? Make sure you have that great foundation and then just keep building up like a skyscraper, right? Keep going. Yeah. Wow. So how can our listeners find you and contact you? Oh, I'd love to hear from your listeners. And thank you again for having me on the show. Find me at boomtank.com. And that's B as in Bob, O-O-M as in Mary, T-A-N-K.com. That is my website. And by the time this airs, I've got a really cool thing. If you come to my site, you can download. It's free audio training. It's the 10 top life and business lessons from some of my top guests on my podcast, the Boomtank Business Show podcast. They can find me there as well on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And in addition to that, I have a success meditation that I've recorded that it's something that I do with my clients, right? I do a success meditation. So that if you join my email list, I'll tee you right up with that, which I'm excited about. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And if that is a hit, if people like the meditations, which my private clients do, then you'll be seeing more of those as well. So I think that's good. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram. I'm going to be, Car- I am Carolyn Cole live on those platforms. So that, and Twitter as well, Carolyn Cole live on Twitter. And, uh, as far as YouTube, you can find me at, um, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash the boom tank. That's super cool. What do you like about that? I'm just curious. What do you like about that? Well, first of all, just the sheer amount of activity, the richness of your presence, the multifaceted idea that you need to be here and there and all of it somehow integrates in a way that makes sense. I also love the name. It has the sound, right? It's boom tank. It's not something quiet. It's not something subtle. It's a statement. We're only here one time right now in this life, right? In this life. Give it your best swing. Give it everything. You today with your show, being there with your microphone and your headset and getting this off the ground, that is throwing yourself out of a plane in a beautiful way. You're only here once. Live your dreams. Go do it. And I applaud you for having the show. I love it when women show up and let their voice be heard. So thank you for this platform. Thank you for being here. And to our listeners, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Systems Meet Humanity. There are show notes and goodies at systemsmeethumanity.com. We'd love your support. Subscribe, leave us a review, share, tell the world. I'm Marina Darlow, and I'll talk to you next week.